like, it's been a day. It's been a day for me. I don't know if it's been a day for you, but it's definitely been a day for me. Yeah. Yeah? Just man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in gaming and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Overwatch too much. Either way, we have a new delicious episode for you every week on your favorite podcast platform. As always, I'm your host, Brendan Groom, and joining me today is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mm-hmm. I was going to say your middle name, but I don't actually know if I know your middle name. I mean, I feel like I do. It's not it's important, but do I know it? I don't have to say it right now, but do I know it? I, I don't know. It's a name. So, like, I, I suppose if you just know names. At... Yeah, but would it have ever been, like, a name that has come up for some reason? Maybe. Like, do you know my middle name? Yes. Well, that's because it's a weird name, right? Yeah, I guess. Or, I mean, would you have just remembered it if it was, like, Yeah, I probably would have just remembered it if I, you just told me. All right. All right. Well, you know what? You don't tell me things, so mm. you may have told me. I feel like I might know. I don't know. Anyways, it's irrelevant. We have some interesting things to talk about today. But I want to start today off with Mike's Anna Minute, everyone's favorite segment of the show, Mike. Uh-huh. What have you been uh, watching or, or playing or reading or anything like that for, for the old anime fans out there? Nothing new. Nothing new? There's shows you're currently watching, though? Yeah, I guess. What do, what do you got? I don't know. One Punch Man, uh, JoJo, uh, whatever's on Adult Swim, or Toonami, rather. I should probably call it Toonami. I sent something, or maybe I didn't actually send it to you. Maybe I just was like, oh, and I see Michael show him. Mm-hmm. Did I send you a JoJo tweet No. yesterday? Okay, I'll have to look it up later because I saw a tweet that I didn't get, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, Mike, Mike will obviously get this because it's a JoJo tweet. And I feel like Mike will enjoy it. Had a lot of had a lot of likes, so I'm like, Mike must will probably like this. Yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know. We'll but, Mike, the reason I want to kick it off with Anna Minute today is because mm-hmm. it's fucking Evangelion Day. Yeah. Or is it Evangelion? It's Galleon, right? Uh, I I say Galleon. Evangelion? Yeah. Neon Neon Genesis. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, I've heard Jellion, but I think I say Galleon. Now, I'm sure it's been brought up on the show at some point. Uh-huh. But I don't remember the answer to this. And it is are you a fan of the show? Yeah. Yeah, I could say that. The the OG show is just one season, right? And then they have done other stuff since then. Have you watched all of that before? Yes. And would you put it on like a, a list of some sort of like animes to watch or? I feel like other people do and for reasons I like get. Um, I don't know if I would go out of my way and recommend it to people, but like it's got history. My understanding is that prior to it becoming available on Netflix today, it's been a rather hard show to watch legally. Is that true? Uh probably i mean i had it on dvd so i like i was never running around looking okay. for it because i wonder if that's the case i wonder if that like i mean if something's hard to get it obviously builds a little bit of the allure you know mm-hmm. it's like oh it, that's that good anime with the max that i had never watched the show came out in like mid 90s i think 90, 95 95 i know i ended up getting it on dvd myself or like 2002 2003 maybe okay and i think it was re-released a couple times since then I don't know when it like went out of print or when like uh, rights changed hands. It might have happened like the last ten years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's been difficult to find. Now I don't know if you've been looking at 
Evangelion stuff on Twitter today, but people seem to be upset with it. Netflix changed things. Yeah. Is that what I'm on? Under? They did they was it not subbed before? I'm sorry, was it not dubbed before? No, it was. But they they did a new dub for this, mm-hmm. and people seem to be unhappy about it. That's what I heard. I don't have a frame of reference, obviously, because I've never watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did watch the first fucking four episodes today. And like, yeah, I know. And let me tell you, how do you know? Because when you were changing Netflix on the TV, it said watch episode five. God damn it! That was one of the fucking little sneaky peeks. Yeah, I, I was. I got another thing you don't know. I watched. Yeah, I know. I don't know what you watched, but okay. we had right. discussed it already. The Evangelion thing was not part of the plan, mm-hmm. but today when I was working on some stuff, I was like. All right, well, I gotta take a break to eat. So, I mean, I guess I can throw this on and just see what see what the huff huff and puff is about. Mm-hmm. The old hullabaloo. I don't know why I do this with this word. Yeah, it's not, I don't, it's not I don't a difficult know. Word. It's not a difficult word. I'm an English major, Mike. Yeah, I'm a creative writing minor. It does not show. Hubbalaboo. Nope. Hub. Say it again. Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. <laughs> it's it's one of those uh do you want to I, just like write it down on a piece of paper and just keep it in here I think just so it you needs, can reference it i think it needs to be up on the wall somewhere a permanent cue card um hubble nope hullabaloo there it is i don't know why i want to start with the b that's that's the problem is i want to go hub hu, i want to say hubbalaboo you want to say hubba hubba let's be honest i mean who doesn't but i wanted to see what all all the commotion was about so i was like oh, i'll throw it on while i'm eating my steak and cheese sub mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, I realize Evangelion is my fucking shit, and I'm a clown, and I've been sleeping on this. Yeah, but we can say that about a lot of shows for you. Is do you think it's? Did you think it would be something I would like? It gets really weird at the end. It actually gets it gets weird at the end. It gets pretty messed up, like in like in a the bad middle. way, like in a in a way that's like not enjoyable. Um, kind of. Again, when they originally made the series. From what I understand, like they legitimately just ran out of money. Oh, it's like the last couple episodes. I don't know if they, if they, added the movies on Netflix too, but I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, like by the end of the series, like they ran out of money, and like it was just a bunch of weird scribbles and recycled footage. It was, it was very odd. Um, and then that's really disappointing because now, again, my, my wealth of anime that i've actually watched as opposed to what i know about mm-hmm. is obviously you know yeah pales in comparison to what you have done but i will say like especially for it being like mid 90s mm-hmm. i feel like it was really well done it's not only is it really well done i feel like there's a lot of like more like creative slash artistic choices done with like mm-hmm. scenes and stuff that i really appreciate that i feel like like was it Shin- a, was like it Shinji a... just laying there listening to his tape player? Well, yeah, there's this weird like kind of like just scenes like that. Like there's one scene in one of the episodes I watched. I think it's I think it might have been the last episode I watched where he is gonna leave. Mm-hmm. But at the end, I, he's spoilers. like sitting there like he's, he's at the train station yeah. still, and it's he's like sirens just, going off. It's just playing. No, I think it's playing a song. It's playing a song, and Mat- Matoka Matosa Misa- um, a Misoto. Yeah, now I'm even forget her name. Yeah, Masoto, I think. Now I now I'm blanking on her name. <laughs> like Minnetonka. No, I think it's Masoto. Okay. Um she's at the car staring across at him and he's over there staring and it's it's like legitimately thirty seconds, which is a long time mm-hmm. of just them staring and a song playing. And I feel like you just don't 
you just don't see that in like what I'm assuming at the time was like a popular anime. Uh, I don't know about that, but it was something. I don't know. I feel like in any anime that I have watched, that's not a scene that I would see. Mm-hmm. Like a long, drawn-out, like, paused scene. Yeah. That's fair. I don't know. I mean, again, you've seen many more anime than I have. How many angels have they dealt with so far? Two. Two? And you only have Shinji and Rei right now? Yes. And that's the other thing. It's like, the first episode, they're just fucking, like, we're in it. Like, there's no, like, slow build-up. It's mm-hmm. like... Just here's what, get in the it's fucking like, robot. Here's bro. what's going on. Get in the fucking, you know, fucking Eve 1. Eve 1? They call him Eve's. Eve. They call him Eve's. It's just like, get in there. I'm your dad. Yeah, we don't talk. Fuck it. Get in the fucking thing right now. Yeah. And he's yeah, got... a cool dude. And he's got like... His dad's a cool dude? Oh, no. He's not really a cool dude. Oh. Uh, I don't want you to get the wrong impression. No, he's an ass. Yeah, I mean, I, I got the ass impression from the get-go. Um... But Shinji seems like the man. Uh, Misoto is is the shit. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I, like they go back to oh, her place and she's a fucking just is... a cooler character shows up than her. Yeah, because like right now she's my jam. Like they go back to her place and it's just like beer everywhere, food. She has a penguin roommate. Oh, I forgot about fucking Pen Pen. I mean, he's only showed up in one scene so far, mm-hmm. which also resulted in Shinji being naked. naked. Yeah, with the toothpicks in front of him. Uh, so it was first. It was he's standing in the kitchen, and there's a her beer can. Yeah, and then she picks up the Yeah. Oh man, it's good. Yeah, it's so good. So, so far. you're on episode four. Yeah, I just so, finished four. Yeah. So I think it's either five or six where like someone else shows up that I like. I don't really care for like the school dudes, like the two school friends. Oh, it's two Ma- friends. Maybe yeah. they'll get cooler. I don't know. I don't really care for them. Well, I can't talk about it too much. Jesus, Mike, spoilers. I can tell by your tone and the way you look at your fucking can of Mountain Dew. Yeah. One of them's about to get fucking murked. Or start piloting a fucking Eva unit or something. Keep watching. All right. I'm excited, though. I like it a lot. It's only 26 episodes. I feel like I can back that up. Yeah, you know what's 26 episodes? Kill a kill. How'd that yeah, go? Yeah, I, I watched an episode or two of that recently when recently, I was eating. Which puts you to episode six. Kill a kill is I have to be in a mood to watch it if that makes sense. You know what I mean? It's like gratuitous. I have to be in the right mindset. Basically it has to be a moment where Jen's not also hanging with her because yeah, that's also true. I feel like it was just annoying to her. Um uh, I guess Evangelion would also probably be annoying to her. Yeah, when you finish Ava I don't think I have End of Evangelion anymore. I might still have Death and Rebirth. But are those spin offs good? They're not or the really movies s- they're not really sp- so death and rebirth if i remember right like the beginning the beginning of death and rebirth the beginning is like a recap of the show and then the back half is the beginning of end of evangelion and then end of evangelion is just like a movie that takes place at at the end of the series okay it's weird because i think the last two episodes of the show proper mm-hmm. basically take place inside shinji's head and then the movie's, like, what's actually happening. Something along those lines. Oh, I hope I don't hate it. I hope it doesn't drop off as bad as you think, or as bad as you said, because, like, I really do feel like it, It like, I feel like it plays with issues. Like, I don't know. I just like what it's about. I like what's going on. I feel like it plays with, already I feel like it's, like, delving into these issues these characters have that 
I mean, are ridiculous because there's fucking whatever. I don't know if they're aliens or what. Like, whatever the angels are. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's ridiculous shit going on, but I feel like at the core of all that, it's the like, it is all it's about... like dealing with like real human shit. And I'm like, all right, this is like, I'm on board with this shit right now. Um, so I'm excited to, to, to peep some more of that. Are there any Evangelion games? I don't think so. It's not really. It's not popular? No. Why is it a big deal? I'm not didn't saying it's not didn't popular. Didn't Netflix I'm saying, fucking shell out a shitload of money for this? I'm not saying it's not popular. I'm just saying, like, it's not that kind of show where, like, you would make a game out of it. I'd fucking make... I would chill with Pen Pen all day. Because at, at the end, it's like a really... It's like a real downer of a show. Are there more animal buddies that show up? Uh, no. Pen Pen's just the outlier? He's just fucking hanging? Pen. All right. Does he show up more? Yeah, I think a couple more times. All right. And Lazzy just makes an appearance. I'm glad that... So... Never mind. We don't want to, like... Die. I don't want this to be the whole episode of us talking about just fucking Ethan Gellin, even though I kind of do want it to be that. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. feeling it right now. Um, But quickly, we don't have to delve too deep into this, but the thing I did watch the other day that I was excited to bring up on the show is because, A, I feel like I'm that guy that doesn't watch a lot of movies. Right. And, B, this is a movie that's kind of a big deal so I feel like it's you know mm-hmm. it's a movie that I should see at some point so it was on TV and I missed probably the first 20 minutes of it but then I Pieced like together I, I was able to go back and Jen because she had seen the movie filled me in on what I missed mm-hmm. and maybe I'll seek it out if it's on like HBO or something to just watch it the 20 minutes that I missed but uh, I feel like I could kind of put together without having to see it I watched Get Out. Oh. Um, and I will say it really, really makes me dislike white people. <laughs> like, a lot. Uh, but it's it's a really good movie. Yeah. No. Like, really good. Like, I kind of wish I saw it sooner. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, I, I assumed it was scary. Yeah. You assumed that, and then we told you up front, like, no, it's I not. know. But, like, it. I mean, it kind of still is scary. Like, it's like adrenaline. It's rush. suspenseful. Yeah, and I don't. I also don't like that. So I mean, to me, I lump that with scary. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the TV version was edited in a way where it didn't show more blood or anything like that. It was honestly, besides at the very end, since now you've seen it, and I don't really care about anybody else. At the very end, when they're doing surgery, that's the only time there's actually any blood. Yeah. So I don't know if that scene was doctored at all mm-hmm. for. The, for television yeah but I, that was the extent okay so and that's the other thing is for some reason just based off of the trailers i always assumed that there was like more blood i don't know why anyways it was good yeah if it, it fucked me up it fucked me up big time yeah um the the friend who how do i know him what else is he in? He's a comedian, and I, I honestly only know of him now after the movie. Like Because he, he looks super familiar. He's a sh- Well, he had. I think the show just got canceled. He had a show on Fox, and I don't know what else he would. I think he did pop up in some other stuff, but I can't remember anymore. I actually do think, now that I recognize him more from Get Out, mm-hmm. I think he's in a movie that's coming out. That's probably also because I think I've seen him in a trailer or something. But he does look familiar, so I must know him from something else. I just don't know what I I forgot to look up his name or his, or name is his like IMDb page. Is it Del Rey? Um, but he looked very familiar. He was really good too. Like he he I feel yeah. like he played his character very good. I guess I just look um, like I felt like 
I felt like he did a very good job of just like being comic relief. Being not only that, but just like I felt like he was acting like a real friend in that scenario would. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was really good. And at the Jesus Christ, and again, I mean, I, I guess spoilers, but mm -hmm. not really. How long is the movie? Two years old now. Came out in like. It might actually come out in twenty six. Oh, I, did, I was just looking. It's twenty seventeen. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so two years old. Uh, so I mean, I don't want to. I'm just gonna say it. So if you won't, if you don't want to hear Get Out spoilers, fast forward like two minutes. But the end of the movie, like the very end, mm -hmm. where he fucking gets away and he fucking kills all of them, and yeah. then the cop, cop showed up. Yeah. Wow. That was great, right? Wow. Because I'm sitting there in fucking. My mind's going a million fucking miles an hour, and I'm just like, the cops are going to fucking shoot him right now. Like, that's all that was going through my brain was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is what's going to happen right now. And then it was fucking, I forget what the friend's name in the movie is. Oh, uh, Rod. Rod. Oh, Rod, yeah. Um, fuck, man, but that movie fucked me up. It fucked my, my whole fucking day There's up. an alternate ending where he does go to jail. Like, it's just, it's just cops there that pick him up at the end, and he goes to jail. Hmm. Well, I'm glad he went with the other ending. Yeah. For multiple reasons, because I mean, it's a it's a fucking crazy misdirect. Because mm -hmm. I feel like if it was just the cop showing up, it wouldn't like that moment wouldn't have mattered as much. Mm -hmm. Like, because you're watching it for the first time, and if you don't know that twist that it's his friend, like I'm sure your brain is going, he's gonna get arrested or he's gonna get shot right now. Yeah. Because my brain instantly went to he's getting shot right now. Like this is fucking ridiculous. Oh man, the movie fucked me up, Mike. But uh, what you playing? Playing anything these no. days besides the old Overwatch? Mm -mm. So I, since our last episode, have finished Cadence of Hyrule and finished Gato Robato, and started playing Deltarune Chapter One. I'll start with, I'll go in reverse order of what I just said. So Deltarune Chapter One is like a. I still don't know exactly how the story ties to Undertale, if it ties to it at all, but it's from uh, Toby Fox, the guy who made Undertale. And there's a lot there. I'm not finished with it yet. I think I'm towards the end of it. There's a lot there that's very reminiscent of, of Undertale, and there's a lot of stuff. Like, clearly he has, like, a, a style of... I mean, I guess a style of comedy, but, like, he has a, he has a way of, like, making his characters talk and the jokes they use like it's very reminiscent of undertale but it's it's clearly like his brand of mm -hmm. of uh of writing there which i do enjoy so like i get all this like rushed back emotions of undertale so it's like i like it for that reason but there's also so much other stuff like the battle system is really cool and it has a similar battle system to undertale which i know you haven't played undertale or if you have, if you have it's only been a little bit it's only been a little bit um but there's the whole mechanic in Undertale where you can beat the game by being a pacifist and not actually fighting anybody. Mm -hmm. And there's multiple endings depending on how you play the game. I don't know if Deltarune will also be that way, but there also is the option to be a pacifist. So at least because in Undertale, the there's like... There, again, there's like a cr crazy amount of endings in Undertale depending on how you play the game. But the like like the ultimate true ending is doing a few certain things in the game story-wise as well as being a pacifist and that's how you get the like actual ending and i feel like it will be that way for deltarune so i'm i don't know how this whole game is going to shape out because it's just chapter one 
So I'm playing it as a pacifist. But the combat system in this is so cool. I'm like, fuck, I kind of want to also fight people. But I'm I'm not. So it the, the pacifist system is cool because you have to, you like, not the way to, the way to end the fights without fighting anybody is like you have to, it's like a puzzle. You have to figure out how to make them either give up or make them let you, like, uh, spare them. Okay. So it's a uh, it's it's really interesting. Plus, you're a party of three this time, so it's just it's a really I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm I'm glad. I don't know why I waited so long to play it because it's been sitting on my Switch for a while, um, but I finally got around to it the other night because I finished Gato Roboto, which another short experience probably took me like four or five hours um but really enjoyable i, I liked it a lot i thought i had completely i thought 100 percent of the game i missed something somewhere and i got 97 percent, and i'm like mad about it wah, wah. um but got to about those great i like highly recommend it if you want if you want a metroidvania absolutely if you want like a super not super quick but like a you know four to five four to six hour experience that you can kind of bang out and if you know a day or a few days or whatever it i mean it's like eight bucks too it's it's a really really good game um especially for the price and for you know it's just a good game so i enjoyed that a lot and it has a cat so you know i'm on board mm. uh, but then what when i finished the other day that is easily my game of the year so far and i don't know what is going to surpass it because there's a lot of cool things coming out this year, but I don't I, like Cadence of Hyrule has touched me in like very specific ways. The Legend of Zelda is my favorite franchise, so there's that. It's a rhythm game. I love rhythm games. I love music. I love Zelda music. It's all original Zelda remixes. There's like, and there's like three versions to each song depending on if you're in combat if you're not in combat and then there's like vocal tracks it it's just there's so much there and it's so well done and the way they take the elements from crypt of the necrodancer and mix them with zelda is like it's fucking really good like it's really well done like it's it feels like Nintendo made this game and not, you know, a small indie studio out of Vancouver. Like, mm -hmm. it feel. I'm pretty sure they're out of Vancouver. They're definitely in Canada. I think it's Vancouver. Um, Brace Yourself Games is the indie studio. But they, they, like, they did a really, really fucking good job with this game. And, like, it's to the point where since I've beaten it, I immediately after I beat it and I 100%ed it. Well, so I... I beat it and I was missing some stuff, so I went back and I 100%ed everything in my file. And then I was like, I still want to play. Like I just want to play this game still. So then I started a new file and started playing it again. So I've been like slowly playing a second playthrough. I just I fucking love the game it's so good. Like I I don't know. It's it has so many specific beats for me with rhythm game, Zelda game, you know, awesome music. It's a game based around music, so has all of that that's like a bonus for me but i feel like i would honestly go out and say if you are a zelda fan and you're hesitant of this game because of the rhythm aspects for one you can turn them off but two it's not as hard as you think it is i think i think the it's hard to show that game it's probably a, translates a lot better if you can play it 
beforehand. But uh, you get you can turn those off, and I think it's so well done that if you are a Zelda fan, I I would put it in the category of Zelda games that makes it a must play Zelda game. It's that good. Um, so I'm loving that. I'm I'm like struggling to like put the fi- finishing touches on my review. I've like written a lot already, but I just want to tighten it up a little bit. So you know, in the coming couple days, probably tomorrow, there'll be uh, something up on pastcontroller.io if you want to read my more thorough thoughts on cadence of hyrule but really you know if you're if you're debating it but you like zelda i would definitely uh give it a shot it's pretty pretty dope um do you have any interest in it probably not right not really not the rhythm aspects don't even hook you in no i should let you play it yeah whatever shit I feel like you'd like it. Maybe the Zelda stuff wouldn't ring true, but you'd probably like just Crypt of the Necrodancer. The other thing I'll, I'll bring up too is, because again, I think this is, this is the thing that can dissuade people from doing it, especially as a Zelda game. Crypt of the Necrodancer is roguelike. Cadence of Hyrule has roguelike elements, but they're not as devastating as Crypt of the Necrodancer. So there's three things you can, there's, you can get keys, like you can in any Zelda game, to unlock chests and doors. You can get rupees to buy things from the shop, and you can get diamonds. If you die, you lose your keys and lose your rupees, but you keep your diamonds, and the diamonds let you buy, when you start start over, when you die, it lets you like, you know, buy certain items off the bat, so you can start with them right away again. But then all of your other inventory stuff, as far as like more traditional Zelda items, you don't lose any of that. And your progress on the map, you don't lose any of that. So like like a like a traditional top down 2D Zelda, it's you know, it's a grid, so it's like each screen, you know, there's a bunch of different screens that make up the map. Mm-hmm. If you die, the screens get repopulated with enemies. But again, the only thing you're losing is rupees and keys where in crypto the necrodancer if you die you start at the beginning you don't like there's certain permanent upgrades in crypto the necrodancer that you can unlock but you when you die you start from the beginning of the game like progression wise whereas in cadence of hyrule you do not there is a mode if you want to you know play that way there is like a one death mode where if you die okay goodbye um so if you like that type of game that's also there but Moving on, Mike. Mm-hmm. There, uh, obviously, we've talked about this, you know, a few times already on the air. But with E three brought us two new Smash DLC fighters, right, on the way, which leaves us with two more still. Now, the two that so Piranha Plant, which came out, was not part of the DLC. He was just an additional fighter. Joker, who was shown off at the VGAs last year, was the first in the of the five in the fighter pack. At E3, we got uh, the hero from Dragon Quest and Banjo and Kazooie from Banjo-Kazooie. And that leaves us with two more spots. And there's always all these leaks and rumors and alleged things that go around with Smash. I mean, it's yes. always like that. So... Me and Dom were talking the other day, because I don't know if you've seen this. Have you seen what the new leak is of who the final two characters are? The person that leaked it 
also said that Dragon Quest and Banjo were going to be the next two fighters. Um, and apparently in his original post, he also mentioned certain things about their trailer reveals that turned out to be true. And I didn't read this actual post, but Dom said in his post it also said something about Breath of the Wild 2. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, which is not a thing that you can... Like, you can... People can guess that. Like, Nintendo's been hiring people specifically to work on Zelda dungeons for a while now so like we knew something Zelda was being worked on so that's not like a completely far-fetched thing to say um and I mean leading up to the to the to E3 I was saying that Dragon Quest Hero was going to be the next character or mm-hmm. Erdrick was what I wasn't saying um but that was also based off some other leaks. you know leaks so what this person is saying is that the final two fighters are going to be number four someone from undertale which i just feel like doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. simply because if they were going to add an indie fighter i just i feel like i feel like there's ones that would make more sense and they're already in the game as an assist trophy and as a sticker or whatever being Shovel Knight as the assist trophy and Shantae as the spirit, rather. Especially because Shovel Knight in particular has, like, a very tight, like, connection with Nintendo. Like, it Shovel Knight first came out on the Wii U. Like, mm-hmm. they made a point to launch on the Switch. Like, Yacht Club Games is, like, not, like, in bed with Nintendo, but they're clearly, like, Nintendo fans and want Shovel Knight to be associated with their platforms. Right. So he would be someone that I would think would would make the cut as a character if they were going to add an indie fighter. Um, and I, I'm sure there are other indie fighters that would make more sense to go over someone from Undertale. Yeah, I would agree. Especially because I feel like Undertale, even though it's a successful game and very popular, I still feel like it's a very niche audience for that specific game. And the people that are asking for someone from Undertale... They're not even asking for the main character. They're asking for Sans, mm-hmm. who, I mean, is the main character in the game, but, like, he's not someone you play as. And I don't know. It's just there's a lot of weird aspects to that. And apparently, according to this leaker, the character being added from Undertale is not Sans. So it just doesn't make any sense because it's it, if it's not Sans, it seems like who – it's not it, – it, like, I feel like I feel like with Joker, it was – probably a lot to do with Sakurai just really wanted Joker in the game because he loves Persona 5. Mm-hmm. I feel like with um, Dragon Quest it was this is a character that regardless of the rest of the world Japan really wants like Japan fans really probably want a Dragon Quest rep. Banjo seems like a case over here where it's like we really want Banjo in the game. Mm-hmm. It the Dragon Quest makes more sense to be in the game because they have the game coming out this year on the Switch. Banjo makes sense and also doesn't make sense, but he se- it seems like with Banjo, he's like fulfilling a fan want where it's like people really want Banjo real bad. They've been asking for Banjo for a while. All right, let's make this happen. Um, Whereas Undertale, it's just, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Plus, Sans is the one they want. And if it's not going to be Sans, then it makes even less sense. Didn't Undertale only recently come out to the Switch too? Uh, it recently it was last year but still i mean it 
like it's not it, like it's a... yeah it's well it's also i mean it launched it probably steam only and then it came to playstation as like an exclusive for a console for a while um i don't know it just it's a weird it's a weird thing and then the fifth one you want to guess who it is because it's another one that it just seems like he would be he would be satisfying the wrong hunger the wrong people the the very minority of people uh cool spot no <laughs> waluigi no is allegedly according to this leaker mm-hmm. the fifth rep yeah, who will get in february or something where well, i think we're supposed to get everybody by february of next year uh, they put a date. They said by February 2020. I'm pretty sure. I guess that makes sense. They said getting... by, I think they said by February 2020 we'd have everybody. Well, we're supposed to get Dragon Quest in the summer, Banjo in the fall. My assumption is that if we don't get a Smash Direct or a Direct with a Smash Hero, a Smash character before the VGAs, we'll get both of them revealed at the VGAs, and we'll get one probably the day of the VGAs, and then the other one at in February. Maybe. The Waluigi one is just. I think the ship has sailed for him. I think it has too, and I, again, I, no, it's not that I don't want Waluigi in the game. I just feel like. I remember Reggie saying something at the VGAs last year, specifically about this fighter pack, where they have like a, they have a plan in mind with who they're choosing to be a part of this. And I think that's like again, Joker is like a. They well, I think he him or Sakurai. Somebody explicitly said that they wanted to use it as a platform to like make certain characters more popular. Mm-hmm. So making Persona a bigger franchise would be a thing. Making Dragon Quest more popular over here would be a thing. Mm-hmm. Banjo's clearly a more of a fan play. Um, the Waluigi fan base that really wants him in Smash, I feel like, is not this big Smash community thing. I like, I feel like there are other characters that exist in smash fans that we've been more vocal about for longer like gino being one of them like i feel like if there was going to be another character on the dlc specifically to like satiate fans satiate yeah satiate fans would be gino like he's i feel like gino and this is why i really do think gino is is hopefully going to be one of the four or five like at four spot or five spot simply because we get K. Rule, we get Ridley, we get Banjo, and for a lot of reasons, those characters were always like, nah, they're never happening. So I feel like the last person from that group of fighters is Gino. So I'm really hopeful that he'll make it in there. Honestly, I see fucking Waddle D making it in before fucking Waluigi or Undertale. Hmm. I'm just picturing Sakurai walking up and down like the offices of fucking you know smash bros inc it's like all right guys who do we put in uh this guy or waluigi everyone's like nah that guy and this guy waluigi yeah that guy it's like all right who are you gonna put in smash we're gonna put in piranha plant who's just a plant in a fucking pot or waluigi people are like wa piranha plant it's like all right fine uh how about joker joker he's not even really on any games that are on the switch Mm -hmm. or fucking waluigi and like Joker's fucking badass. We'll put Joker in. Yeah, of course. Like, okay. I mean, Waluigi is a is is a tragic Nintendo character because 
He wasn't made by Nintendo. He was made by Camelot, which doesn't matter, but he wasn't made by Nintendo. And he was specifically made simply to just be another, like, evil brother. Wario needed a, a tennis partner. I mean, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, again, I'm not hating on the Waluigi army. I'm down with Waluigi making it into Smash. I, I just feel like he, I can see him coming in. I don't see him being a part of the five. I don't either. I and that's the other thing I was going to bring up is I can see them adding more fighters after this. Like I can see that being a thing. Like this thing is going to continue to make money for them, and I'm sure. Like I'm kind of in the camp of this Smash Brothers and the way that gaming just works now is probably going to be the Smash Brothers for a long time, and it's just going to be. We get fighters for a long time. Not like another five, but maybe down the line we'll get an Echo Fighter. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Or maybe we'll get something a la Piranha Plant where it's like, hey, we're going to throw this dude in five bucks. Or along the lines of, hey, you know, this new game is coming out. If you pre-order this game and you or you, you know, register the game in the first month like they were Piranha Plant, you'll get a download code for them in Smash or something like that. I can see that being a thing they do in the future, um, even if it's just an Echo Fighter. Because I kind of do think they're going to add Echo Fighters in the future, maybe just as free updates. Who knows? Um, you never know. But with that being said, do you think that league is true? The one you just said? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't believe that league at all. Do you have two fighters you think may fill those spots? I can't remember what that first leak said. The one that called Dragon Quest, and then I think it said what it said. A, it said a Microsoft it, rep, right? It, it said a Microsoft rep. It said Doom guy, and it said uh, Ryu Hubasa from Ninja Gaiden. Uh, hmm. Which I don't, I don't believe Doom that guy, one either. I don't know, but the other guy I feel is a maybe. So, ugh, I, I really hope not. I, I don't know. The, as much as I don't want Doom guy, I can see him making a lot more sense especially than waluigi and uh fucking undertale simply because at least with the switch bethesda has been like a very big supporter of the switch from day one skyrim we got doom ported over we got wolfenstein ported over the new wolfenstein i believe is launching alongside the rest of the versions on the switch so like they've been big supporters Mm -hmm. of this i'm actually surprised we didn't get a follow-up port to the switch at the c3 i can i can like I feel like that can run on the Switch. I mean, it's not... I feel like they're still using the same engine from the other games. So, I mean, I, it can probably run. Maybe not Fallout 76, but, like, they can probably port over Fallout 4. I think it launched on 360. I have no idea. I think it did. <clears throat> Anyways. So, I could see, unfortunately, Doom being a... Actually, I think Doom Eternal is also coming to the Switch. Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, it would... It, it makes sense because they're supporting the Switch a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're one of the few third parties that are like aggressively supporting them. Ubisoft is probably the only other big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, Devolver. But those those games can all run on a Switch because they're smaller titles. Yeah. Um, but like Atlas, I, I don't know. I guess it doesn't make any sense because Atlas doesn't really support the Switch. It supported the 3DS a lot, but... Not really the Switch. I'm got Joker. But, I mean, I just feel like there's other people that make more sense over these. Like Gino, uh, Rayman, mm-hmm. Crash. Okay. Um, 
a new Pokemon character to coincide with the new Pokemon game. Because we didn't... Oh, no, we got Incineroar. Um, I was going to say we didn't get one from Sun and Moon, but we did. So, I mean, it would make sense that we get a Pokemon from every Pokemon. Well, not every Pokemon game, but every Smash, we get a new Pokemon character. Mm-hmm. So, granted, Incineroar is a new Pokemon character, but, I mean, you got a new game coming on the Switch, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, there's always that. Um... The Witcher is coming to Switch, so we could always see Geralt mm-hmm. show up. Um, my money would be on Rayman and Gino. That's where that's where I would plant my my bet. Is that those would be two likely people to be added as the final two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I would say someone from. From Ubisoft, so probably Rayman, unless they decide no rabbits. I mean, the rabbits will show up. I hope not as the character. I'd rather them be on the stage, mm-hmm. which would they could make a really cool stage where if you you know maybe vanilla it has stage hazards and it's like the rabbits doing fucking crazy shit or something. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they can be pretty creative with that and, and do something cool. And I'm pretty sure Dave, uh, Davide Soliani, the guy. Who's like the who was like the creative director of Mario plus Rabbids or Kingdom Battle? I think he's been very vocal about saying he would make a sequel to that game if Nintendo allowed him. Um, so I mean, again, Ubisoft's been supporting them well, and I mean they clearly worked closely together to make a Mario game. So I mean, having someone from Ubisoft in there would make sense. Rayman would make the most sense. Um, so there's that. But it's also Sakurai and it's also Smash, so we could get someone fucking completely out of left field. But I feel like with the DLC in particular, they made a point for it to be like these need these are going to be exciting things that like aren't just attracting attention to Smash. Mm-hmm. So, how popular is No More Heroes now? Uh, that's like a super small cult audience, but Suda fucking Suda Fifty One loves Nintendo, and they seem to love him. I don't know if. No More Heroes 3 is a Switch exclusive. I don't remember them saying that or not. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, but regardless, I mean, he'd be an interesting character in Smash. I'd be down with that. Mm-hmm. And I guess that would technically be an indie rep mm-hmm. if they wanted to go that route. I could see Travis being being a character, though. That would make sense to me. Um, Do you need more sword guys? I don't think Crash would be the one. I think if it was another like mascot, it would be Rayman, not Crash. Mm-hmm. But in the off chance that it is Crash, his reveal trailer needs to be him in that suit, like the guy in the Crash suit mm-hmm. with the fucking megaphone outside Nintendo. Like the, you've seen that commercial yeah, from back in the day. I mean, given the history, given all that, like get, it needs to be him out there talking smack, and then it needs to be like Mario and fucking Donkey Kong and fucking Pikachu and Yoshi mm-hmm. from the old Smash commercial coming out to fight him. Like that's what it needs to be as his like trailer. Yeah, it would be good. It'd be fucking amazing. Like that would be some fucking baller shit. Yeah, it would be good. Like, I thought I was driving around the other day because I was thinking, because when Dom sent me that, it was him this week, so it was this week. And I'm driving around and I was like 
thinking about the characters that it could be, hoping it wasn't those two. And when I thought about Crash, I was like, this is how they need to do it if it's him. Because that would be so fucking cool. The song that they played, me and you, who sings that? Who's that song from? Is the song in that commercial a cover? No, I think it's the real one. It's by the... Uh, damn it. They've got like a really simple name. Are they a famous band? I mean, I don't know. I, just, I, guess, I feel like I know them for just that one song. I guess, would it be expensive song? for Still this trip well not even less than the song but like i don't know just fucking have him in the background of the parking lot playing the song in the trailer like the band yeah i think it's an old song i think those people are like oh okay all right i don't know i feel like they could do something really fucking cool if that like if that was the character was it the daffodils does that make sense i have to find i don't sorry. fucking know like you're asking the wrong fucking guy uh but how fucking cool would that be like that would be amazing that would make me really appreciate smash uh crash being in smash because i really don't care about crash being there but I think that would be a really the fucking... The Talk. Turtles? Yeah, the Turtles. Interesting. I just feel like that would be a really cool way... Like, a really fucking cool way to bring him in. I feel like that would get so many people fucking jazzed up. It would be very hype commercial. It would be amazing. I wonder if... Hmm. Something's go wrong at the Wacky World for Nintendo. I mean, that would that would very clearly be a commercial pandering to American audiences as opposed to... Japanese. It's Crash. Isn't he an American but character? I don't know. He's he was Naughty Dog. Bandicoot. I'm pretty sure not Naughty Aren't Dog they from is. Australia? I don't think that works. But he he was a Naughty Dog thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty sure they're here. Yeah, I mean, I think true. they're a California studio. I'm just thinking about how it would translate to when they reveal it for the other countries. Like, I don't think anyone would get the. Oh, you don't think that they did those types of commercials in Japan? Yeah. Hmm. Like it'd be cool. I'm just I I don't know if they actually did the same, the same advertising advertising campaign for both series in other countries. I mean, they may not have. I mean, that's that's a thing that happens. But I also like the like the video game industry is much more of a global thing and kind of like like I feel like the U.S. market is very important and is is more sales wise than japan now mm-hmm. like i feel like japan's gaming uh like percentage of like what they do gaming wise compared to other countries has been like decreasing mm-hmm. so i mean i don't know i think it i think it would get a lot of people excited i think it would fucking rile some people up i don't know it would make me it would make me fucking care about him coming to the game so moving on to our boy fucking Keanu Reeves just mm-hmm. keeps making himself a thing that everyone wants to talk about. Headlines left and right. Mr. Fucking Mr. Fucking Sunshine. Everyone loves this guy. Yep. Before we get into the MCU news with him, you and I watched Always Be My Maybe last mm-hmm. week. Uh, pretty much because of our conversation on last week's episode with Blessing and, and Grayson about That about might Keanu. be the case. I... I was not in control of the remote. You're just like, ooh, I will be my maybe, and you well, put it on. I mean, it's definitely why I put it on. You chose to stay. I had nothing else better going on. Um, and the movie was okay. It wasn't bad. It was a fine film. Was fine. It was whatever. But the 10 or 15 minutes that Keanu's in, like, A, stole the show for me, but B, put me fucking, I'm on the Keanu fucking hype train now. Woo, woo. Like, I had nothing to do with Keanu before, but now I'm fucking all in. I mean, was it not good? You were fucking... I said it was the best part of the movie. Don't be fucking putting up any charades, Mike, all right? I, I wasn't. You you fucking liked it. Um, 
But yeah, I, I mean, if you if you if you want to laugh, and or if you're in the Keanu fucking hive, but don't care about that movie, just skip. Just find out the time. It's somewhere in the middle, I'd say. Middle, yeah, middle three quarters somewhere. Just find the timestamp of when Keanu shows up and just watch until he's his arc is done, mm-hmm. and and go about your day. It's fucking really good. It's really enjoyable. Class act, that guy. He, he, it's pretty great. Uh, but that brings me to the Keanu news, which is apparently, according to Kevin Feige, Keanu's been approached almost every time they're shooting a Marvel film. Or preparing for one, or casting one, about getting him into the MCU. Mm. How many actors do you think they do that to? I don't know. I feel like that's a little bit of a ridiculous. Like they've approached him almost every time. That seems like ridiculous. Seems a lot. I imagine they didn't do it during like the first. Well, probably first not the phase. first phase. Yeah. First phase. Phase two, maybe once they really started ramping up, and even then, I'm I'm sure. It's probably hyperbole and just them saying, like, hey, you know, you guys like him? Well, we've been trying to get him on. Like, tell him that you want him to be in these movies. Yeah. Do you... I mean, I personally feel like the MCU has been pretty, like, cast pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's anybody in the MCU that I would say, I wish this person was playing them. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's a hero currently in the MCU that Keanu could have done better or would have done better or fit better for you mm, no I don't think so you're like pretty pretty happily cast with the people that have been in the MCU yeah I don't think yeah I, I mean I'm, that's where I'm at I'm on that page but that being said who do you want Keanu to play mm. I know you had tweeted out a specific name mm-hmm. and you did not like my response Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't like your response. Your response was stupid. Um, yeah, Adam Warlock would be good. Someone else mentioned Sentry, which I think actually works pretty well. Who, who is Sentry? Sentry, he's like, he's a guy who's got, he's he's like Superman levels strong. Like, he's probably one of the strongest heroes in the Marvel Universe, but he's like got crippling agoraphobia, so like he's like stuck inside pretty much all the time because like he's scared of how strong he is and this and that. Agoraphobia is like fear of crowds. Fear of outdoors, basically, like fear of like open just going spaces. outside. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Um, so that'd be cool. Uh, I've seen a lot of people vouch for like Silver Surfer or Galactus or Moon Knight. Um, those are fine, but I I think I like Warlock and Sentry uh, the most. So part. Part of why I said who I said to you, which was Wolverine, Mm -hmm. was I feel like if they were going to bring Keanu in, like, like, let's go back to when Endgame came out and Todd came on. We talked about Endgame and the future of the MCU. And Todd's, like, one of his biggest issues is that he feels like he doesn't care about anybody that's in the MCU now. He doesn't Mm -hmm. care about the heroes and he doesn't care about the actors playing them. I feel like there are probably other people that feel that way. Maybe not a lot, but I feel like there are other people like Todd who like, oh, fucking Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans, like, are mad those people aren't there anymore. And I feel like Keanu is the type of person that could be a draw 
for like a phase or two or whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like he could be a a prominent person that gets people into it. Would any like I I don't what are they planning they're with Adam Warlock he's supposed to be a villain in Guardians 3? I think he's like in comic books in comic books he's a he's a good character. He I think he starts off bad and then he kind of flips and like he's sort of like I don't know everything about Adam Warlock but at least at least in the comic books from what I've read that involve him it was surrounding Infinity. Mm-hmm. So he was trapped in the Soul Stone, he gets freed, he helps take down Thanos yeah. and then he runs the Infinity Watch mm-hmm. with uh I don't know uh people the little imp guy Pippin I think his name is or Pip I don't know there's a there's a bald girl there's a little little like gnome guy his name's like Pip or mm-hmm. Pippin mm-hmm. and I think I don't know there's a blonde I don't know it's a bald girl with like green like cape hmm. I can almost picture it but I think I'm just picturing like the watcher so yeah, I mean, she's like a normal sized person, but mm-hmm. I think she's bald and has like a green cape and like, I don't know, neck thing. Like a weird collar or something. Yeah, like a big fancy green collar. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. After the episode, I can just go look at the yeah. comics sitting out there. They're all on the cover. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I mean, they got Jake Gyllenhaal as a seemingly probably a villain that probably won't mm. be around for a long time. Yeah. I mean, he may not make it past the movie. He might be a background villain after or something. But mm-hmm. I feel like Keanu is one of those people that they'd want to put in a role that might stick around for a little bit. So what we know about Adam Warlock is he's supposed to be a villain. I mean, it'll, he's at least being created by the villains. Yeah. He can turn against his masters if he so wanted to. He's Keanu Reeves. So do you think that do you not think that he would make a good fit for somebody in the X-Men or somebody in the Fantastic Four? Uh, you mean like a main character? Like that yeah, I, I, feel like, I feel like he would be a good pull I for a, like, main, a main character. I feel like he is... He doesn't show up, but he's getting at that age where like most of these people are like, I don't really want to be doing these movies all the time. So I don't see him, especially with his commitments to John Wick currently... And well, if things. it well if it was like X Men or Fantastic Four, I mean, those have got to be a few years out before they even start. Even more reason why he'd be too old for this shit. No, how old is he? Uh, probably in his fifties. Is John Wick not a role where he has to be in like he's, really good shape? He's got to move around a lot for sure, but um, I don't know, Mike. How old is fucking RPDJ? Also, I also threw a B in there for some reason. Yeah. Fifty-four. How old's fucking RDJ? Because I feel like he's got to be even older. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I believe he is. Fifty-four. Huh. Go fig. Same age. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, I guess I, I've seen some people saying he should be Namor. Uh, I feel like this is also a role where I mean, I'm sure you. I've seen him. He's seen his shirt off, but I mean, that's going to be a, sh- a role with a lot of shirt off. So then who do we need to be Namor then? I don't know. Who are you trying to see a lot of fucking shirts from? Should they just should they just scoop up fucking Momoa? He's already, like, used to acting that way. 
Yeah, my mom was too big. For Namor? Mm-hmm. I picture a more slender guy. I, I feel like, like a, I picture like a, Aquaman as always being a, slant, a slender guy. Yeah. Well, DC's trying everything to make sure it works. So They're bringing in those nips. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for movies that we know, I, I think there's also rumors he might be coming, joining the cast of the Eternals, Eternals yeah. which I don't know who he, who he would play in that. Um, I forget who people suggested. I know I read something, but I forget what it was. I mean, if he only wants to be in a a film, I mean, they're also shooting Black Panther. I mean, Black Widow now, so mm-hmm. he could join that cast. Yeah, and just be you know one and done, or be somebody for some reason because again, her movie's supposed to take place in the past. Mm-hmm. That you know could be available in the present to make an appearance again. I guess. Yeah. If, if that called for it. But, you know, we got Guardians 3, Eternals, Black Widow, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, uh, Doctor Strange 2, our Fing Fang Foom, and... Um, wait, Fing Fang Foom? No. no uh, Shang-Chi. Yeah. Shang-Chi. Um, I think there might be one other movie that's, like, not confirmed, but, like, we know it's a thing that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, Cap- Captain Marvel 2, Doctor Strange 2, and Black Panther 2... I don't think they've ever confirmed them, but they were getting sequels to those movies. Uh, yeah, I could have sworn they were actually confirmed, but maybe I dreamt that. Maybe that was nothing. I mean, they haven't. There may have been like leaks or something, but there, there's been nothing confirmed. There, at whatever D twenty three is, it's in the fall. Mm-hmm. That's when they're gonna officially announce what Phase Four is. Um, so we'll be able to guess more there about what we think may be happening the last thing that i wanted to bring up since we're talking about marvel anyway mm-hmm. is uh you've seen that they were teasing something spider-man related with the four in the webs yeah you, you've seen what that ultimately ended up being yeah uh a new comic series with jj abrams son mm-hmm. and uh sarah pacelli who's the co-creator of Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess people are really upset at how that reveal went down because they were hoping it was going to either be a Spider-Man Fantastic Four crossover or Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4. Mm-hmm. Do you have any feelings about that? No, because by the time it like the dust settled... You would, it had already been the four days? Yeah, it had already been the four days. I mean... I can see some people being a little upset about it because it is weird that they started a countdown from four. Mm-hmm. Like that's like an odd number to pick. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, I don't. The Sam Raimi thing. Is it? Did did he write a fourth movie? Is that why? I think he did have the ideas of like doing using like Vulture, and Mysterio in his fourth film if he were to get that far i think that was his plan there were there were i believe there were at least we were privy to some of his ideas that ultimately never came into fruition was it supposed to be a movie or supposed to be a comic supposed to be a movie oh. but from what i understand when he was getting ready to like do these things they forced him to like use venom in the third one and like he didn't really like it and then like you know it was received poorly and then he was out but wasn't the second one bad too no second one was really good the second one was the one that most people would argue was the best one 
anything about kind of funny where they ranked it surprisingly low. I don't know. I mean, I haven't watched those movies in so long. I mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell you. Like, to me, it's just all one plot. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know where the movies were broken up. Is the first one where he fights Goblin? Yes. And the second one he fights Doc Ock? Mm-hmm. And the third one is a fucking blur. He fights Venom? Mm-hmm. And Sandman? Mm-hmm. Lizard Man, too? No. Doesn't, he, doesn't Lizard show up in one of them? So... Kurt Connors is like a professor in the first two. He might even showed up in the third one, but like he was in the movies, but they did not use his lizard persona until Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. But it, but he, it was a lizard though. But he just doesn't show up as the lizard. Yeah, but he wasn't like an antagonist. He was just his teacher. Like he in the first three, the Sam Raimi movies, Kurt Connors. Like, fucking no. I know, but this is. But it. Kurt Connors. So Kurt Connors is the lizard though. Is the lizard okay? Yeah, I, I don't know why I knew that or why I because you didn't. You're thinking about the you're thinking about the one with Andrew Garfield. I never saw those movies, but you know that he was the bad guy in it. I thought I thought um fucking <laughs> I thought fucking Jesus Christ the guy that plays Ray. Wow, Jamie Fox. Yeah, I thought, I thought Jamie Fox was the bad guy. Shocker. Electro. Electro. In the second one. The first one, the villain was Lizard. Yes. Who played Lizard? Uh. I can never remember how to say his name. It's because like an R. Someone I would know. It's weird. He he honestly might be, but I don't remember. It's like R. Oh, Rose Darby. Rose. I couldn't think of fucking Jamie Foxx's name to save the fucking save my world. I couldn't figure it out. Like fucking Jamie Foxx. Here we go. What do we got? What do we got? Hit me with the lizard. So I'm pretty sure this is the guy that played the lizard. Let me let me actually verify that before I go any further. Nah, you're okay with being wrong. Let's see if it's Reese should... Darby. Yeah, I mean his name. I know is... that name. Well, apparently he was in Fly the Concord, so I might be wrong about that. Oh, let me title. see his face then. Uh, overview. What? Jen. Who does Reese Darby play in Flight of the Concords? Do I know him? He's who? Like the boss? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's like one of the main characters. He doesn't even look like him in that picture. I was there. You ever watched that show? Uh, I definitely watched part, if not the entire first season. Oh, that's why it keeps screwing up. They have the same first name. That's what always throws me off. There's two people with that. Reese, Reese, Reese Evans. Evans? Yeah. It's probably Evans. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I don't know who the fuck that is. Apparently he was in Little I mean, Mickey. I might know him from something, but I don't know. I never watched Little Nicky. But I... He was in The Replacements that also has Keanu Reeves. Adam Sandler movies dropped off for me at a stark fucking point, and I did not go forward past that. Um, before we do wrap things up, though, Mike, it's Toy Story 3 weekend. Are mm-hmm. you Toy Story 4 weekend? Mm-hmm. Are you going to see this? Uh, I did not make any plans for it. Are you excited? Are you a big Toy Story guy? I don't know. I kind of like wrapping things up with with three. So, it's not spoilers, but from someone that I follow that tweeted something saying that apparently, again, I haven't seen three, so I don't know how three wraps up. Mm-hmm. But apparently, the context of four 
shows a specific character's arc that makes sense throughout the four movies mm-hmm. and it's a good closure to that character and I won't say who it is to yeah. avoid spoilers Again, I haven't seen three, so I don't know how that character ends his story in three. Mm-hmm. But from what this person said, and I, I, I trust their opinion on this type of thing simply because of their track record of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Lily, because she okay. is, is into it. Um, she made it seem like this, like. Some people might be just looking at this like, oh, it's fucking Disney trying to cash in on that fucking Toy Story money. But it seems like there's like a, there's definitely like a meaning in to the, the to the plot mm-hmm. that makes sense. That isn't just like a forced sequel. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I always enjoyed the first two, so I'll have to watch the third one. I'm sure it's on Netflix or something. Bang it up and then go see four. Mm-hmm. But before we wrap things up, Mike, this episode of the Past Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square or 1 Washington Square at the Carriage House and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, scrumdiddlyumptious treats. Every week, it's a different set of three cookies. Both locations have the same cookies, but every weekend, it's a different set of cookies. Um, And... Let me tell you, there's very, very few weekends that go by, Mike, that there isn't at least one or two cookies that are right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Mike's a little more picky when it comes to, like, nuts and or coconut, but I got very confused. At first, I thought it was my chair. I was like, my chair is about to fucking break into pieces. That was some fireworks outside. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you head down to Goodnight Fatty, let them know Pass Control sent you. Get hooked up with some delicious cookies. Get on Instagram. Follow them at Goodnight Fatty. Go on Facebook. Follow them at Goodnight Fatty. And get in on the madness. They sometimes tease the cookies, but they never release the cookies online. You got to go down there, figure out what those are. And I have access to some additional info, Mike. There's going to be um, something special happening on Sunday of this week. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So if you're curious to see the next step of what Goodnight Fatty is becoming, pay attention to their social media because they're already teasing it out. Sunday's going to be a fun time. You know what it is. I you do? should. Uh, if not, I'll tell you in a second when we end the, end the show. Um, Are you actually gonna put this thing out before Sunday? I'm gonna put it out before Sunday. That's why I'm gonna end the show before I tell you what it is. Because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that to them. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, not, gonna not fucking spoil spoil the surprise. So if you're interested, curious, you can go follow them on social media, and they actually do have a way to get a hint at what it is. If you go to their social media on their post and give you the instructions on who to contact to get that special info and i'm sure either you know i'm sure at some point tomorrow they'll give a little bit more of a clue as to what's going on because you know sunday sunday they gotta do that um but you know thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the past controller podcast as always you can find us on the internet at pastthecontroller.io and find all of our content there at www.pastthecontroller.io uh, we stream everything we play 
sometimes. That doesn't make any sense. We stream on twitch.tv slash passcontroller. We sometimes stream the episodes live on there as well. Uh, but then that weekend, everything drops on your favorite podcast platform. If you're a fan of the show and want to help support the show, you can do that free by sharing us on social media, subscribing to the show, and leaving us a review on iTunes. Simple stuff that really helps us continue to grow grow the show. And we really appreciate it if you did that. If you do have a few bucks kicking around, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash passthecontroller and become a patron. Or go to passthecontroller.threadless.com and get yourself some swag. That's pretty much all we got. If you want to follow me, I'm at bgroom. You can follow this guy at underscore mycopath. And that does it for this week's episode of the Pass Controller Podcast, episode 147.